You're listening to a podcast from Columbia Christian Fellowship in Columbia, Pennsylvania. Our services are weekly at 10 a.m. We hope to see you there. give folks a few seconds to get seated and we'll begin very brief devotional on baptism and then we'll move right into the baptism itself. Barry, who's controlling the screen, you or me? Okay. Want the baptism slide up there. So good morning again. We've already been through quite a few things. Good to see you guys down there in the front row. I want you to stay in the front row as you become teenagers. Welcome to this very special service. And it's especially special to those who will shortly be baptized. And their friends and their family. All those who came to share this very joyful event with them. Some have actually waited quite a while for this day. And the day has now finally arrived. I want to begin with just some brief information about baptism and how we baptize here at CCF, Columbia Christian Fellowship. Why do we even baptize, folks? Matthew 28, 19, 20. Go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands or instructions that I have given you. These are the words of Jesus himself. So why do we even baptize? It's very simple. We baptize because Jesus told us to. We're a Christian church. We follow Jesus. So we do what he tells us to do. And he told us to baptize. Make sense? Jesus told the church to baptize those who come to know him. Therefore, by implication, those who come to know Jesus are to be baptized. Those who come to know him, those who become his disciples back then and now. Those who have accepted his message of salvation by faith in him. Those who have received him as their savior and have given their lives to him, they are to be baptized. That's what's about to happen very shortly here today. Now, this morning, you also witnessed the dedication of Presley to the Lord Jesus. And we are often asked, why do we dedicate babies rather than baptize them? Good question, right? I got my groupies up here answering my questions for me. That's what's going on if you're hearing that chatter. The setting for this verse is Peter, the Apostle Peter, he preached a rousing sermon. Many people were touched, and they asked him and the other apostles, what must we do to be saved? When the people heard his answer, when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart, and they said to Peter and the other apostles, so what shall we do? And Peter replied, you need to repent Follow the order. You need to repent and be baptized. 
every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. Then those who accepted his message were baptized. God's purpose in baptism is not the forgiveness of original sin. The blood of Jesus took care of original sin. Jesus took care of that for us. As you see in this passage, baptism in Scripture is always, 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 at least in Scripture, not so much always in the church practice today, but in Scripture. Baptism is always to those who have willingly, knowingly, of their own free will, made the decision, first, to repent of their sins, confess their sins. Secondly, to accept the gospel message of salvation in Jesus Christ by faith. Thirdly, to give their lives to him, control their lives to him. Then comes baptism. Following the order? We're still answering the question why we dedicate babies, we don't baptize them. Baptism always follows conversion in Scripture. Scripture is clear it's to be the choice on the part of the person being baptized after they have accepted Christ. When a person is baptized as a baby, someone else has made that choice for them. In a dedication, we are dedicating the child to the Lord, but it's as much, if not more, about challenging the parents to raise that child in the ways and the word of the Lord. All of those being baptized today, even the youngest, have requested of their own free will to be baptized. We force no one to be baptized. We baptize those who come to us and ask us to be baptized. Now, just a note. If you're concerned about what may happen to an infant who is not baptized, who dies and is not baptized, Scripture is very clear. They are with the Lord. Take comfort and hope from the illustration of King David. King David's son died at seven days old. And once he died, David made this classic statement. It's in Scripture, in a few of the books, Chronicles, some of those books. I cannot, he cannot come to me. His son had died. He said, he cannot come to me, but I will go to him one day, and we will be reunited. So perhaps you're here and you're wondering, well, then what even actually is the purpose of being baptized? Glad you asked. Water baptism, which we're about to do, is simply an outward expression of what has already happened inwardly to a person when they received Jesus and gave him their life. That's what water baptism is symbolizing. The reason we baptize by immersion all the way under is because the Greek word that's translated baptize means to submerge. The illustration is dyeing a cloth. You take a cloth, you put the cloth all the way under, and it comes up a new color. The illustration in baptism, which I'll share in a moment, is going down, is giving up the old life to Christ, coming up as new life in Christ. That's why we baptize by immersion. Not just new life in heaven after you die, new life now. Jesus came that we might have life and we might have it to the fullest extent now. We don't have to wait to get to heaven to experience eternal life. Baptism is symbolic. 
Baptism is a representation. Going down into the water symbolizes us dying with Christ on the cross, dying to our old selfish life. It's a picture of the old life being buried with Christ. He died, he was buried, and thank God it didn't stop there. If he had just died and been buried, we'd all be in big trouble. Coming up out of the water when we baptize symbolizes us being raised to new life in Christ because he rose from the dead. We are new creatures in Christ. Now, a very important closing thought. Water baptism does not save a person. Trusting in Jesus does. It's his blood that cleanses us from all sin, not the water of a baptismal tank. You don't get saved by being baptized. You get baptized because you are saved. Each of those who are getting baptized, being baptized here today, have already put their trust in Jesus as their Savior and Lord. They're going to give testimony to that. They have invited them into their lives. And as much as they understand it, they have given their lives to him to live for him. Whether it's at an 8-year-old level or a 60 or 70-year-old level. They are already saved. They're not getting saved today. Baptism is simply a biblical way, God's way, for them to give testimony and evidence to you of their salvation, which has already occurred. Let's begin the baptism. Whatever needs to happen, we'll make it happen. We don't want to jump. Pastor Hub asked me, I guess it was earlier to meet week, would I say something why he was getting changed? And I was like, yeah, I'll say something. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about it. But first, before I say something, I'm just going to pray real quick. Father, I just want to thank you so much for your love and your grace and your mercy on each one of us, Father. You're such a loving Father. And Lord, I just pray that whatever words come from my mouth, it'll be from you, Lord. I would never want to do anything of my own, uh, my own means or my own ways, Lord. But I pray as the congregation prays for me through the Holy Spirit that you would give me the words that you want me to say, that it may touch someone's life or maybe be an encouragement to them, Lord, to want to wanna just press more into you, Lord, and to walk with you each and every day, Father. So, Father, just anoint my lips and everything through, my, through your Holy Spirit, Father. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to our weekly message. To connect with us, visit our website at blesscolumbia.org.